Alrighty, what up guys? Before we get into season three, episode four, our interview with V Wills, gotta tell you about a presenting sponsor, which is no other than our own damn merch line, online shop at manmanpodcast.shop. Use code MixFree at the checkout to get free shipping. New logo, new season, new direction. Go get yourself some damn merch. Support the podcast. That's how you can support the podcast. That's the only way you can support the podcast. Uh, get yourself some damn merch. Appreciate you guys for rocking with us. And I uh, hope you enjoy this interview with V Wills. 22 million streams on Spotify wrapped in 2022. Colorado native, now Nashvillian. Uh, I think you guys will really appreciate this. It's a mix of, he's got a mix of country vibe with pop, with rock and R&B, uh, super cool dude. So uh, without further ado, please welcome V. Wills. Baby, let's see how fast this all black Silverado goes. And how many miles is it gonna take to get away from you? You're breaking on the cowboy's heart. You got me drinking at a damn damn bar. I'm overthinking getting too damn drunk. And that's what I give for falling too in love. Remember that back row, baby. Remember them stars in the sky. Remember that tailgate we were sitting on when you looked me in the eye. I remember those. Alrighty. It's the man to man, boys. Season three, episode four. We got a recurring guest. On the podcast today, 22 million streams on Spotify wrapped in 2022 and over 200,000 listens on Spotify alone in its first week after dropping his hottest single, Black Silverado, says here you would take my girl if I even came close to having one. Be <laughs> Wills, what up, dude? What's Welcome up, baby? Back. How we doing? I'm doing good, bro. How are you, man? You're, you're dude, back in. I guess the last time we had you on was around this time last year. I would say around like Valentine's Day, wasn't it? It was about like 11 months ago. About 11 months yeah right like wasn't yeah. it was, yeah it was like a year it was yeah. holy shit months. dude it was Valentine's I, Day. okay i was about to say because if we were on the dot of like a year anniversary that would be actually like wild it's bro probably pretty close though i think the last time we had you on we were asking you what you were doing for valentine's day and you're like i don't know then you were asking us what we were doing we were like i don't know crying ourselves asleep hey man listening to v wills while doing it yeah <laughs> still doing that you know yeah um it's also funny too because we're gonna we're going to go out to colorado you're like come kick it mm-hmm. liam's like i don't know i'm banned or like i don't know what do you i don't know what you had going on an ex fling or something you were like i'm banned from the airport couldn't even go to Colorado. Well, that's why yeah. I'm glad you're here. So we didn't have to make that trip yeah, because yeah, yeah. me, I don't know. No, I don't dude. know if I'll ever make it out no, to Colorado. It's anymore. too bad too, man. Um, it's beautiful out we, there. So I wanted to ask you about the Miller Lite story. All right. Because I told you. I, told I know. You no, I know. I was like, I, I got Miller Lite, got the new crib. My Love Miller Lite. Over and they're like, yeah. fuck Miller Lite. I know you don't like Miller Lite. I don't, I don't hate Miller Lite. It's just not my, like, for you, it's your go-to. No, it for is. Me, yeah. it's not. I don't do the Miller Lite. Why well, the boys hating on Miller Lite, bro? I just like, well, first of all, if you're hating on Miller Lite, man, let me, let's get into it a little bit here. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Listen, man, it's popcorn in a can, okay? Popcorn in a can. Now, a lot of people, when I tell them that, they're like, oh, I don't taste like that aftertaste popcorn taste. And I probably look like a fucking weirdo for telling you that. But like, I'm serious, man. Take some Miller Lite like you're tasting wine, okay? Uh, we'll do it together. I'm gonna we'll do it together. Okay, crack one open. I need, yep, so crack I one open. Okay, kind of like we're, 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 it's like a wine tasting, right? Cheers. Cheers. Hold on, bro. Let me get mine open. And this isn't the first, it's not like I did this the first time I, I did it, but like, it's like, so. Does it actually taste like popcorn? It's like that first aftertaste. Tell me it doesn't have like a homemade popcorn taste. See? It does. I see no, it. it's like right away, it. like after it's like a homemade I'm popcorn. Brother. Point, it does taste a little like salty. It's, it's like, right, it's like, it's almost like. 
Yeah, it's like that's actually a really good way to put it. It's like a salty. I don't know. I like it though. Well, I don't know why the boys were hating because you were a big Bud Light guy, Liam. Bud Light's cool. Bud Light. No, no, Bud Light's cool. Yeah, I, that's my go-to. Like, if I'm at a bar and I'm going out, hey, give me a Bud. Yeah. Because what am I gonna do? I'm yeah. Gonna get like a nice like Stella. Well, we were at the liquor store today, and you were like, "Well, I'm done drinking beer," and I was like, "Well, bullshit, dude." You know what's crazy too is you could get kind of into the IPA thing. I kind of for a little bit, like especially being from Colorado, huge out there. I was gonna say. Which is like, what do you, do we, will we know like a, no, like I didn't get it. Like, it's not like I could tell you like all the IPAs. I, I went to a few bars where it's like, that's all they had was IPAs and like the beer till you get like the flight. And it's like, that's kind of a cool, I th- I see myself doing that later on, like kind of getting into it. But like, for me, it's yeah. like, there's not a place that's not going to have Miller Lite. You know what I'm saying? It's a, a good go-to. I used to work at a brewery, uh, tailgate oh, brewery on. Bro, I fucking love tailgate. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah wow. And they have a ton of IPAs, like hazy IPAs. A ton of yeah. bold IPAs, a bunch of like weed IPAs yeah. too. I was- but I was just going to say, there are a ton of breweries here also that you should definitely just go check out. There's like a Southern Grist right down the road. Here. Really? I went to the old Smoky, the one that's got the, is is that the moonshine. Yeah, is that yeah, Yeehaw? Old Yeehaw. Oh, excuse me. It is. So wait, but isn't it called Old Smoky? Like which? Distillery. Distillery. Yeah. Distillery. That's what it's, it's, it's called where, Yeehaw. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeehaw yeah, yeah. with yeah. the big screen TV. Yeah. Way, that's Saturday game day there. You watch, uh, Look I was going to say, you, you watch Tennessee beat Alabama at Yeehaw. I have a crazy story about that game. Okay, we're in Gatlinburg. It's, you know, like, what, 20 minutes from Knoxville or something yeah. like that? I'm maybe a little bit more, but, like, it's close to Knoxville. And we're at a wedding. It's good friends of ours, too. And it's, uh, it's, it's a wedding. And, uh, you know, you got, when you're at a wedding, you got to, it's that, that, those people's day. You know, it's not your day, you know, <laughs> even right. though, yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah, it's, turn it into yeah, my yeah, day. yeah. <laughs> it's like, so, sure enough, the phone was, I'll have to send you guys this picture after this podcast because I have the picture. We'll maybe, put it up. Yeah, we'll yeah, put it up. yeah. Maybe we'll put it off. Send you guys a picture. But so I'm sitting on the kind of the bar top with the suit on. I look like a mafioso, bro. I got like the whisk glass. It's fucking amazing, right? It should be an album artwork. But <laughs> um, and it's the Tennessee game. Next thing you know, the photographer who was, uh, I think she's just might have been a student at UT. She's like joining up. The next thing you know, like these people come joining up. And next thing you know, I have a whole circle around me watching the game on the phone. The it's, groom wait, comes up after the like ceremony. Yeah, of course. God, I, <laughs> I oh say, my God. The I'd wedding's be, over. I'm We're a, at the, the I'm kind of, I'm a piece of, like of shit at that point. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, yeah, yeah. and like, dude, they fucking, they hit that field goal and like, it was so sick. Oh my gosh, dude. It was so cool. And here's the thing, man. I mean, so are, wait, you're like a Tennessee fan though. I'll tell you why. So here's the thing. I, I moved here, right? And I'm a huge sports fan. I'm, by the way, see you, Boulder. Hey, we just got Sanders. I'm super excited. So sick, by the way. Yeah. So, so I'm diehard CU fan from Colorado, of course. That's like my go-to. I moved out here, and they weren't kidding when they said uh, SEC uh, football is like religion out here. Yeah. They weren't kidding. Like I thought, like okay, uh, whatever. I went to a few bars. It's like different. It's no, different. it is, bro. The culture is different. Bro, it's crazy. And so it's like, okay, I live in Tennessee. Why don't I just like, why don't I root for Tennessee? Because I'm at this bar right now. Everyone, you know, all these different fans. Well, I don't relate to this team. I don't relate to this team. I live in Tennessee. I'll root for them. Why not? They just so happen to be really fucking good this year. It was really exciting to watch. I was like, you know what? You know what? I'm going to root for Tennessee as my second team. Obviously, CU Boulder, baby, Sco Buffs, fight CU down the field. But the most media press, okay. too. I, I don't know. Hey, we got crazy. One in 11 this year. It's okay. 
mean, I know, year, dude. Hopefully. Can you imagine if college had a draft? One in eleven, we'd tank him, baby. We'll take every five star. It's funny because I graduated Tennessee, and the thing we had Butch Jones back in twenty seventeen. It's Butch Jones, right? Yeah, 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 it was Butch Jones. But we had like Alvin Kamara, Josh Dobbs, but we just never went anywhere with that team. Oh wow. It just, was just different this year. And especially like being a Tennessee fan, you know, we're from Nashville. We're diehard Titans fans. You know, here we call sure. it typical Tennessee. So you will find out that they will, you know, break your heart a little bit. But uh, dude, let's just get into it. All right. So yeah. you're Colorado native moving to right. Nashville. Kind of just break it down, dude. And like, what are you seeing as like, you know, you're a year in, right? Yeah, about, about, about so. About so, there. like, yeah, what do yeah. you what are you seeing in Nashville? What do you like? Maybe what do you don't like? What's the biggest differences? Yeah, that you're noticing. Kind of just break it all down for us, dude. I mean, dude, honestly, the biggest thing is like being from Colorado. Like in the winter time, it's like pretty much cold all the time. I mean, you get a you get an occasional like nice day, but like out here, and maybe to the people who are from Tennessee, probably know a little bit better. But thus far being here, it seems like okay. I'm going to get a 60 degree day here and there. Bro, today has been the nicest. Day no, it's yeah. It's like oh nice yeah. It's been so been nice. Like two Towards a t-shirt. I wore this in here and it's like nighttime yeah. right now. So it's like, that's the thing is like, so for me that, I mean, I'm weather affects my mood big time. So like having like the good weather, like really helps. And then the vegetation, bro. I I've never been anywhere in my life where like shit just grows. Vegetation, bro. You like it? No, big vocab word. Big vocab word, right? You know what I mean? Like, who thought I had it in me? But uh, man, dude. So I got I got my teachers thing. would be so proud of me right now. Like yeah. from high school, like, they'd be like, "Wow, he knows what vegetation is." Vocab guy, he will write some vocab uh, yeah, words. Yeah. Five, I like, like failed English, so like, <laughs> yeah. I couldn't spell it for you. Don't make me spell it for you. Yeah. I wanted to say though, moving from Colorado. Yeah. Do you miss snow or is that like not even a thing for you? I mean, do you snowboard or do you ski at all? I, I did I did a little bit of both growing up. Um started with skiing and then of course, you know, you get into, you know, your grade schools and all the cool kids are snowboarding and you want to be cool, so, you know. And that's not to say skiers aren't freaking super cool, but like at least, you know, the people around me, all the cool kids, they were snowboarding. So, I wanted to snowboard. I wasn't very good at snowboarding. Skiing is what I was better at, but um, and the music, obviously. <laughs> thank you, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I wanted to be a skier. X Games didn't work out. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, but no, dude, I mean, here's the thing. When I went, so I went back for the holidays. We went up to Breckenridge. Okay. When you're in a mountain town and it's snowing, love it. But when you're like where I'm from, Colorado Springs, which is our south of Denver, for those of you who don't know, why is it, why is it snowing all the time? Like, I just like, for me, it's, it's just, you're not like, you're not going to hit a mountain. You're at least like in two hours, hour 45, depending on how reckless you are on, on the drive yeah. to go snowboard or ski. So like for me, I, I don't know. I don't like the snow if I'm not utilizing it. You know, Christmas day snow, love it. Yeah. I've never been snowboarding or skiing in a day in my life. Liam, I know you just went on a skiing trip and busted your ass. Well, yeah, I, I have a, my yeah. bruise just now. <laughs> really? Did you snowboard or did you ski? I ski, but it's. Dude, skiing, I feel like it's so much better. It, 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 Is it easier? Nah, it's it's pick and choose. I've always Vice been the, yeah. the guy that skis, but yeah. at the same time, who cares? Right. I, I was going to say, you're talking about the vegetation. Like, have you been to Green Hills at all? There's green everywhere. No, no bro. Like, have you seen like some of those cribs over there? Yeah, dude. I grew up in yeah, Green Hills. Yeah, we grew up in Green Hills. Why? And Liam yeah. like, lived in Green Hills. No shit. Uh, Damn. Uh, yeah. We went to JT Moore in Green Hills. Thing bro, that wow. I kind of want to ask you just now moving to Nashville and, and seeing how it is. Yeah. From my point of view, and I know it's from his point of view a little bit yeah. too, Nashville's changed so much. 
it's always going to be touristy no matter what yeah like i feel like you visit here and it's like broadway 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 Right. Have you have you done your whole Broadway stint? Like, are you oh, still in the dude. Broadway stint, bro? And then all you the friends lie, come bro. out. Like, listen, we were there last night. I don't want to talk about <laughs> yeah, it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, what's that name? He what? told us dude, before he was so, at Broadway. It's so yeah. funny because my manager, he's like, so it's a whole long story. I don't even, I don't want to go crazy into it. But basically, I call my manager Grandpa, and he calls me Joni. And the story of that is, is because he's always grumpy. So I call him grandpa and I sent him, we were talking about branding and like kind of the styles I'm into. I'd sent a picture of like this outfit and he said, yo, like you're not a Jonas brother because the style like really reflected a Jonas brother. And you know, you take, what were you rocking? I mean, you take one good look at me. It's like, I've had a few too many meals. I'm not rocking. (laughs) I'm not rocking Jonas brothers skin tight shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. The Miller, the popcorn and the cans getting to me. Right. (laughs) So it's like, so anyway, so he calls me Joni. So funny enough, he's like, you know, he'd be like, hey, Joni, you're not going to Broadway again tonight, are you? For some reason, he thinks I go there all the time. I really don't. He's kind of like big brother almost, right? Yeah, fucking love my manager, bro. Shout out, shout out, grandpa. Shout out, grandpa. Shout out, grandpa. But uh, anyway, yeah, man. It's so, I don't, I don't really go there a lot, but it's funny because like I say that and then I end up out there. I don't, here's the thing. It's such a touristy spot. It's great. Love Broadway for like what it has to offer. I think if you haven't been to Broadway and you're coming here for the first time, you have to go. I mean, where's your spot? Like, where do you go? Yeah. Bro, Jonathan's. Jonathan's no, no, all no, day. On Broadway. Oh, oh, man. Dirk's Bentley's. Yeah, fire, sure. fire. Dirk's Bentley's for sure. Um, Tootsie's you got to. Tootsie's I like it. Rocks, Dirk's oh, uh, the FGL house is FGL. cool. Yeah, that was our college bar when we came back from college. Yeah. I like, well, I like the live music stuff. I'm cooling on the DJ shit. It's cool. Like, I love it. I'm here for it. Hey, if we're going to go up, we're going to like listen to some new like Drake 21 Savage shit. Super fire. Super fun to dance around to. But the cover, excuse me. Whoa. That was a popcorn, bro. I need some popcorn. <laughs> you need some popcorn. But like, the thing is, is like, yeah, like it's for me, I like seeing the cover bands. Like, it's it's really cool to like see because people are so freaking yeah. talented, man. You've been to Tin Roof? Yes, like I think like once the cover bands. they do, but everyone on Broadway, I, I feel like it's for they'll, they'll do covers. Any, that's the thing I was gonna say. You walk into any bar downtown, yeah, maybe not late night, but you yeah. you're talking about ten to six. You can find a local artist just singing their mm-hmm. own stuff, covering mm-hmm. stuff, which is different. And I was gonna ask you, have you ever thought about maybe trying to do the Broadway stuff, not, or maybe not just Broadway, but just going into or even like and i don't know if this is more realistic or not but what about even doing like a writer's round yeah i think i think writer's rounds will come in the future i think they will i think for me yeah writer's rounds are insane dude like have um, you been to a couple and seen what i've been to one shout out shout out uh he's a friend of mine his name is john byron he's out here um he's a super talented songwriter man um kid inspires me but i went to his writer's round uh, with a couple a few other big loud uh, writers i believe and you're in a good circle there <laughs> no they're they're good people man really good people and 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 geez dude just the talent on the it's it was it was arguably i went to an opry land performance and that in like relatively the same uh time frame and it was like one of the most inspiring things to just see these people who like I, I do. I can't even put it into words. It's just so freaking amazing. Like seeing a writer because it feels so authentic too. Oh, it's insane, dude. It's insane. Shout out John, bro. He's John. You're a go. If you're watching this, you're amazing. Let, but, let's yeah. get into your your new single. You have one other song that's kind of like a yeah. country, but it hasn't been pushed sure. like this. What's yeah. Your vibe on that. You know where, where does that come from? Well, so 
the thing is, so I do a lot of songwriting outside of my artist career. And I, and one of the biggest leading things to bring me to Nashville is I love writing country music. Um, and I always love country music. Um, and so I, I basically, you know, you're in a session, you're writing it and then someone will cut the song and then pitch the song. And so as of lately, or I shouldn't say lately in the past, I, I would be the one cutting it a lot. A lot of people be like, oh man, like you should be a country artist. You should be a country artist. And like to me, I'm like, I'm, I'm not though. Like, you know, like I, I couldn't do that. Those guys are so talented. Like there's no way. And so I was like, all right, let me just throw a freaking TikTok out. Cause everybody keeps bugging me about like how you could do this, this country voice. If you will. I threw it out and of course, you know, it's like, of course, of course it blows up. And so I was like, all right, let's explore. Of course. Sorry, yeah, guys. Yeah. It's going to blow up. On yeah. you. I didn't mean to just, you know, hit you with more. Yeah. yeah. So, Sorry. But it, for me, it was like, okay, let's explore this a little bit. I love country music. I think here's the thing. I'm, I'm not leaving pop music. That's staying, that's staying very, very relevant in my music and is going to continue to prevail. But right now where I'm at mentally, I'm enjoying making this country pop style of music. And it's, I think it's something that I want to give to the fans, you know, something that i'd love to give them annually you know every now and then it's like hey we're doing a country pop project and then we're back onto the road and doing our, our pop stuff but i think because i love it so much and i'm so inspired by country music that like i thoroughly enjoy making it you know what i'm saying like which i would guess i would somewhat play a part into the reason why you did want to move to nashville yeah. right you want to dip your toes into country music silverado when i listen to that it's like yeah this definitely sounds like country but like what you're saying it does have that pop people are describing it as country people are describing it as pop but it's almost got like that rock sound to it oh yeah. that guitar shout out yezo bro yezo yeah, bro it's insane yeah. bro this is this guy yezo He's, he goes by yezo's stage name dude this kid can't bro like just he's <laughs> like, good on the guitar like dude just, dude's just, a fire bro just cut me something and i'll, I'll use it yeah no yeah. like i like if i were to pull up the text with him it would be like yo bro send me a pack and it's just like <laughs> yeah. 20 fucking like and and he separates them so like you could build them yourself and he's like oh yeah here's this if you want to lead here's this if you want to rhythm crazy. dude he's seconds are there <laughs> Yeah, like he'll like do like he'll do like a main, he'll do a lead, he'll do like the bass, he'll do like bro. Oh, so there's just parts that he sends to you and you build all of them. Yeah, he's fire, bro. And I don't know if you see yourself moving like more toward that style of genre. That you know, I know yeah. you, you want to stick to pop, but maybe you just want to kind of hey, I'm gonna sit here and come out with a couple songs that have more country in them or sure. And then what does that look like for you as just an artist himself? Yeah, I think like. And what do you also enjoy doing? I do. I enjoy doing both of them. I think it's tough because I'm so, I have such a huge palette of like music I'm into. For example, like I'm like a diehard little Dirk fan, but then a diehard Luke Combs fan. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, it's like, I, I will, I will listen to Barbarian by Lil Durk and like love it so much. And then I'll go listen to Going, <laughs> Going, Gone by Luke Combs in the same day, right after You're one of like, another. Yeah. I'm like, don't even want to look at this yeah it's I feel just like that's a, the, the question that everybody asks what kind of music are you into and you say a little bit of everything yeah. they think that's the easy answer but then yeah if you peel back and you know who i am like a little yeah bit yeah and it's hard for me to what i can't box yeah what am i rocking yeah today? what i feel then, like rocking yeah today. i guess Vic. just for a follow-up question like obviously you're in nashville like this being in nashville do you kind of think that you want to kind of be in more country songs here no, I mean, bro, yeah. I mean, I think you kind of hit it on the head there. It's like, I think, first of all, I, there's a huge 
pop scene in Nashville that I think doesn't get talked about enough. And there, there's a lot of talented pop artists out here and pop writers. I think that country, I'll always love it. And I think that I'll always dabble in it. And it will be something that I hope that I could give to my fans, like an annual thing, like, Hey, we're doing country for these few months, country pop. And then we're going to go back on and, and do our thing. But I think the best way to chalk it up, bro, for me is like, and are you still just learning about it? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's definitely a little bit there, but I think mostly it's, it's growing up. There would be a, and I think we could all relate to this. There's a song that reminds you of something in your life, or there's a moment in time that you play this song and this song represents this, right? Yeah. So when I'm, we do it every, every time he comes here, we always play yes. old slaps that we fucking love. Exactly. Right. Like, so for me, it's like, okay, if I'm feeling this way, what is the best way to portray this? Okay. Well, if I'm feeling this way, if I would really want to tell a story of nostalgic, you know, or nostalgia or whatever, there's a lot of different ways I could do it. I've listened to a 1975 song and feel that way. I'll listen to an Eric church song and feel that way. So in my artist mind, I'm like, okay, well, I, I'm either going to go do this 1975 influence type song, or I'm going to do this Eric Church country influence song, because those are the two songs that represent nostalgia for me, right? Okay, if I'm like, you know, feeling like talking about something that affected me from, you know, the cliche heartbreak thing or whatever, right? Okay, well, you got the Post Malone influence on that, you know, you have the Juice World influence on that, you have the Drake influence. So there's, so that's kind of how my mind works. So it's hard for me to box myself into one thing and just like, okay, I'm going to do this type of nostalgia song, this type of yada, yada. So the point, you know, I, do you think that's harder though? Because I know we've tried to dabble in both the worlds because we were doing basketball and now it's like a lifestyle. I don't know how it is in the artist world, but do you think that's harder when you're trying to test new things out? Like you're just testing it. You're still in that like testing stage, but it's still country pop. Yeah. Or yeah. And even more like dialed in your fans sure. respond to mm -hmm. everything. And your fans are just gonna follow you wherever you go. So it really Yeah, I, I love my fans, the, they're great. I almost wanna say maybe your fans never really heard or question. know your story in terms of writing country music and stuff right. like that. Don't know that you had any country influence because you only produced like Sure, sure. Like well that that's like? i dude I, I was like shout out the fans bro like they're so good <laughs> love to me your fans bro dude i, I love, you love them you dude like i'm a fan dude and i'm like you don't gotta thank me dude well it yeah, means like, a lot man because it's like you guys are like what you guys are why i get to do this period period i don't get it i don't get to go do a show if you don't buy tickets i don't get to put out a bunch of music all the time and get to do this uh for a living if you're not streaming my music and you don't like my shit so it's like for me it's like the fact that you guys take the time, listen to it, whether I'm doing a country pop song, a grunge pop song, or just a pop song or a hip hop influence song, and you guys listen to it and you respond to it, you ride with me. Yeah. And you know what? I And they're honest. I have a few people, I have a few of my fans be like, yo, bro, love Black Silverado, but like, yo, not my shit, but I'm still streaming. Like that, bro, you just don't get that. Like, that's like the type of fans. I'll take three minutes out of my day just yeah. to go streaming on Spotify. <laughs> yeah. Like, I love that, bro. And so, the response has been good. I think the thing is for me is like, I've always been an odd guy, man. I've just always been oh, kind of, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm just an outside the box guy. I am, dude. I'm an outside the box guy. Everyone's always known me as that. And I think for me, I think what worries me about it is that I've, I've got like the worst imposter syndrome. I second guess everything I do. What's your sign, dude? A cancer. cancer Are you a cancer? Up. Cancer boy. Yo, you ready for this? <laughs> to, to the Zodiac fans watching, they're going to really know something now. I'm really going to expose myself. I'm all water signs. 
Yeah, I don't know what that means. Okay, I, we'll, I we'll neither. I don't know fully either. I had someone tell me that I'm like, it's as emotional as it gets, like on all levels. So like, I think for me, it's like, I just don't want to like disappoint my fans. I put more pressure on myself to like keep, I'm a people pleaser, but I'm also like who I am and like want to make what I want to make. Do you think that's normal with all artists though? Yeah, I think all artists are people pleasers. Yeah. Say, like what influences you to respond to like all of your fans in the comments? Yeah. Like who were you talking about when you said, well, that guy like said this. Like, are you reading the comments on every single video? Hey, bro, if you ever go look at me, I'll respond to some hate comments because I think they're hilarious. I don't I don't get bothered by that. I think I've I've got really thick skin and I think that I've been through enough to where hate comments don't really bother me. In fact, I find it I find a lot of them amusing. I think the funniest one I got Dude, this one was hilarious. I did the whole TikTok on um, uh, what would it sound like if Post Malone and Morgan Wall did a song yeah, together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this one guy said, "You're Morgan Walgreens." That was fucking <laughs> hilarious. I was like, bro, like, like I can't even be mad at that. Like, that's actually really witty. That's really funny. Thank you for commenting. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, pin it. Like, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, you pinned that bitch, dude. I mean, for a little <laughs> bit, and then it got to a point where it's just like, all right, all like right, we yeah, gotta yeah. like uh, no. let's get the love back. Let's get the love back. <laughs> Too many people on because this then one. the V Wills like fan crew came in and like you don't know anything about V Wills. I was like, yeah, all right, we're not. Man. Yeah, you got an army. I saw you post a TikTok. It was either an Instagram or a TikTok. I can't remember that you posted the other day, which I thought was super fucking cool. By the way, yeah, you had said something about like. Hey, as artists, we feel like we have to push, push, push. Especially when you drop a song that just balls out the first week. Now I got a snowball effect that. You said that I'm going to kind of slow down, appreciate this song, appreciate the work, and appreciate the process that went into the song. Yeah. Talk a little bit about that. I think, like, it's like we don't take enough time as artists. Like, look, sometimes I'm going to keep it a, a buck with you guys right now. I made Black Silverado in an hour, right? Some artist doesn't take him an hour. It takes him a week. Takes him, sometimes it takes me a week to make a song, right? That just so happened to be one of the songs I made very fast. So the response to that, typically, and in the past I've done this, is I, I put it out, do a little bit of pr post-promotion, and then, all right, let's go on to the next. Let's go on to the next. But I thought to myself, I said, you know what? Take the time. Take the time to really let people know that this is something that you're proud of. Because I think that, I think what's interesting and, and not all artists, but I've noticed this is that we're always on to the next. And I think it's because we, we make music all the time. We have all this stuff and our minds are going a bazillion miles per hour and we're so overstimulated and we want to just go next, 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 because we're, we're chasing that high, that next maybe viral moment or that next like, oh, I love this one. You got to put this one out, and, you know, because that feeling of like putting something out for the first time, whether it's a TikTok video, whether it's a song, whatever the hell it is, and you get that response, there's something about that that's, that's addicting. It's like worse than heroin, bro. Like this shit's crazy. So it's like, I think, you know, for me, I said, no, let's slow down. Let's, let's say, wait a second. This is a song I'm proud of that I put out. I came in as a pop artist. I'm still a pop artist. I made a country pop crossover record, and all of a sudden it's in country playlists on Spotify. I, I'm so hard on myself all the time. I don't take enough time to say, Vic, you just got into it. You're not even like really a country artist. You just yeah. got into it. Like, that's so cool, dude. Like, like credit yourself, man. Like, and you just moved to a new city, dude. So it was just like sit back and just yeah. enjoy the moment. You got to, man, because I tell you what, mental health is a real freaking thing out yeah. here, man. And if you're not taking time to love yourself, I'm telling you, man, you're going to regret it got to take time oh and he's got to have multiple songs like in the bank you have like songs that are ready to go right look over oh, we got like songs. A, we got like over like a thousand unreleased <laughs> right now bro we got so much what, what, yeah. what, 
when you sit back and you just kind of let the people hear it and play it, what does that mean in terms of like you as a person taking all that in, but then does that put more pressure on you to say, all right, the next one that I put out for the people, is that even more pressure for you to be like, all right, I has to do it? Yeah. Or is it just and like- I think anybody who says different is lying. Right. Yeah, but, but in terms of putting out that next one, how does it's, that work? It's tough. I think because just as much of as, as I am an artist, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur and I- I see it from the business perspective all the time and it's tough because yeah, a lot of pressure because for me, is that next I, I want to succeed. Yeah, of too, course I put that I mean? pressure on myself because it's like for me, but if it doesn't hit, I can't stop. It's like, okay, but if I believe at the end of the day, if I believe in the record, right. And I know my fans and I know that they love the record, right. I did my job at least from what I did as an artist. So if we're looking at two spectrums, businessman, artist, from an artist side, did my job, great, check. Businessman, I failed. Because from a business perspective, I sit there and say, well, I want to maximize as many people as I can um, and, and try to bring in as many people as I can to listen to this song because I believe in this song from this artist side and as a businessman, I want to push it out, push it out, push it out because I want you to listen to it. Now, if you don't like it, that's okay. I, I can't force you to like it. Now that's up to the listener. That's up to the person who sees it. But I failed as a businessman if I didn't at least give myself a shot to like let anybody and everybody that I could see it. You see what I'm saying? So, well, I, one more on that though. A lot of your fans probably are sitting there saying, like you even mentioned, uh, I'll stream it, but it is not my. Yeah, yeah. So you sitting back and what you would say enjoying it, how does that like kind of balance out? You need to, at least from my perspective, I would think, well, I got to now please that guy that's. He'll listen sure. to it, but doesn't yeah, like it. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. If I wasn't myself and I wasn't authentic to myself, then I don't think that I would be attracting the audience that me in particular would want to have. Right. I want people to love what I do for the authenticity that I do it. But, or I don't even think that, did that make sense in a sentence? I don't know. We no, talked no, about English class no, failing it. Was that good? Sense. Okay. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Good. Sorry. Yeah, trust me. I Are my teachers watching together. this right now? Because I, yeah. I don't know. Was there a <laughs> comma in there somewhere? Fun. Was there a yeah. comma? No, no. Um, but anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so the thing is, is like, I have to be authentic to me. So despite how maybe a few people might feel about it, I would be hurting myself and my creativity as an artist if I didn't see through what I wanted to see through. So I have to see it through for me. Um, and then, hey, you know, if I, I can't please everybody, man. That, I can't. That's, that's Not everybody's going to love you. I was going to say that. That's the answer that you would want because yeah. you know, at the end of the day, nobody's going to really, they're going to love you or hate you. Yeah. That's why. I can't please everybody. We like you because we, I grew up on country. My mom was a, love a that. country songwriter just like yourself. And I, that's my roots. But I also, am, I'm, yeah. I'm banging Young Thug, you know. Yeah. So oh, it's and, like, you know, yes, sir. Crossover is yes, good sir. for me. Five bars for a minute. Yeah. But hey, yes, we'll sir. see. We'll see yes, I'm just saying that it's cool to hear from you to be like, hey, you know what? So, yeah, 100%. Yeah. So, so I have a question. I think from like an outsider's perspective, you might be at that point where, yeah, you're learning, you're moving, you know, you're in Nashville, blah, blah, blah. We've talked to a lot of TikTokers, influencers, social media people, and they all talk about how it's quantity over quality at first, but now it's like quality over quantity type of thing. What we got? Quality. See, yeah, that's fucking hard, dude. Yeah. So yeah. It's like, yeah. The next one, trust me, will be just as good. Yeah, and I think it's like I can come out with one next week. You know, like let me let me appreciate this one. Well, I, I just think, yeah, I think like, listen, the, at the end of the day, 
grandmother on her deathbed. Rest in peace. Love you, grandma. She said to me, I said, what's the meaning of life? And she said, quality. When you really think about that, it's like, wait a second. And it's not about materialistic things, but let's just use that for example. A quality pair of shoes can last you a really long time. A quality car, hopefully, you never know these days, is going to last you a long time, you know? A quality song hopefully will age like wine, you know? So, but that's the thing, man. Quality is important. I think, I think for me though, when you are sitting on a lot of songs like I am, it feels like quantity. I don't think all of them are quality. I think only a few of them are probably, and of course, maybe I'm being hard on myself, but I feel like that only a few of them are quality. I don't know. You know, let's, let's, let's talk about you then kind of moving forward. Are you looking like to collab, like collab with Charlie? Dude. Yeah. Was- yeah, dude. Charlie's shout out. Charlie, man. Charlie on Friday is, I love that kid, man. He's a really good guy. He's a really good guy. Shout out shout down out. to we earth. Had, we had Charlie on the on the podcast. We had Charlie too. on the pod. Fire, yeah. yeah. Charlie and Friday is a sweetheart, man. You you have any like collab moves next? Yeah, I mean, we're always you know we're always talking about you know different people to collab with. I think um, as of now, I've just been really focused on trying to build my brand and and the V Wills brand, but definitely something that's you know in the works and and things we've talked about you know doing in the future i would love to see you at fucking tin roof one night just playing on stage performing or yeah, just like you. yeah oh that'd be like oh, yeah just, well, just, just yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. i thought we were going to drink miller lights man i was yeah. like hey, hey yeah. buy me to tin roof we'll go yeah, drink some miller lights uh, man so yeah I, I, I we'll, we'll drink least, miller lights while yeah. you see hey miller lights and fireballs let's go to tin roof then i'm fucking you know i love it i'm a dunzo but no like just performing like yeah we talked about it here just a second ago though in terms of collabs and everything what's what's next what's your next project should we say just like within the city? Because, dude, I think you could utilize the fuck out of Nashville. Well, like, we just, we just, we just um, partnered with a booking agency, and so we're gonna start doing more shows. Because I have, I've been not out in the show, but that has been non-existent. I did one out here, um, and from that point point before that, it was like four years since I had performed. So, like, the thing is, like, we're getting into that, and I think you know, gonna start doing a lot more shows, which I'm really excited about um so that's definitely coming up and then yeah as far as music i think like yeah we're just right now we're sitting like i said on a lot of music we have projects in the vault as well but i think for me i'm very much in a place right now where like i'm somewhat experimental i just want to see i'm very interested to see like when i just put out a song and i just put out a song and i just put out a song i i want to see the reaction right now and and the response because it helps me kind of know okay, if my fan base is, you know, particularly more into this or more into that right now, then maybe I ought to give them more of this and give them more of that because I have it. So I think, you know, well, at the same time, keeping the integrity of being myself, you know, within that. So, um, yeah, I, I think right now we're, we're, we're definitely looking to do a project, um, coming up soon and then more singles and then hopefully another project we'll see but he didn't give us what we were looking for did he uh, no, i can't i can't get to <laughs> yeah, yeah, that like like was that I like one of those like politically yeah, yeah, yeah. correct yeah, yeah. answer we'll yeah ponder around that yeah, question yeah, yeah, real yeah. hard well you know i can't like we'll really talk back. about we'll that back. yeah, we're, hey, yeah. We're not the neighbors we don't get the new <laughs> yeah, hits yeah yeah, yeah no yeah we saw what you no. talking often about. you got some unreleased though yeah right right they get the sneak peek huh mm-hmm mm-hmm Speaking of that, man. How do you liking your neighbors? Like, how are they? Dude, she tells me to turn it down all the time. I put out a TikTok about this. Like, have you met her at all? 
I have. She's nice as like She's a sweetheart, man. She's super nice. I feel bad. She uh, she she works from home. I work uh, from home. <laughs> I've got the bass player and and she I, I want to say she teaches classes or something. She does something on Zoom. Just something where she's like having to talk to people. So it's like me just blaring. It was crazy she could hear the lyrics. She'll text me the freaking lyrics. Cause so first to start That's off, she, funny she, as fuck. she put she put a note on my door, That's basically, and was like, yo, if you don't turn it down, yada yada yada. Like, all right, well, I don't want this to escalate. So let's just, hey, here's my number. Text me if it's ever too loud. So I'm loud a lot. And she hit me and she was like, listen, um, I could hear the lyrics. And it was funny. She was like, that black Silverado ain't going nowhere if you don't turn it down. And I was like, how the hell are you hearing the lyrics? Yeah. She said, you know what she told me the other day? I saw her, I was I was walking my dog and I seen her. She's like, you know what? I'm just gonna start up a side gig and start releasing your unreleased music. And like I was like, geez, yeah, yeah, yeah. man, like yeah. wait, wait, are you serious? Like yeah. you said offline that you've been doing a little like songwriting. Can you talk about that at all? Yeah, so I I signed a co-publishing deal with APG um a little while back and uh um ended up partnering also with um turntable as well on the songwriting side and um yeah i just so i do a lot of songwriting behind the scenes and um i've been focusing primarily on country uh songwriting pitching and stuff like that um i've done the pop and hip-hop and stuff as well but mostly country so and then i guess i got two questions for you is it more pressure for you to songwrite for other people and not for yourself Mm. And then when you're pitching it to someone who might not have that same style, but then you're also like, well, I'm an artist and I think this is good, but maybe that person doesn't like mm. it because he doesn't have that same style of genre that's as you. And good question, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yo, that's like a really good question. Because that's all I hear. It's like in Nashville. Oh, like, man, dude. Wow. Like, you could pitch it to Lana Del Rey, bro. You know, I mean, I think I just naturally put so much pressure on myself because I just want to I, I want to win. But is it, I want to succeed. Be. Yeah. Well, almost at that point, are you writing this song? Because you're also an artist. Are you writing that song for yourself? Bro, another no, great caveat. Right? Well, it's tough because you're you writing, get to writing a song and then you're like, I know it's tough. I think when you're in a session, hey. And do you even know who you're fucking pitching to at first before you even writing the sometimes, song? You, sometimes okay. you get in the session, you get to, I mean, not always, but sometimes you, at least for me, you'll get into a session, you start writing a song and then halfway through, you're like, oh, this is perfect for so-and-so. And then you kind of start to cater. At least I do sometimes, not always. Sometimes it's just like, let's just make music. Yeah. You never know. It depends on the vibe of the room because sometimes you go into a session, start on a song, you're like, oh, this is perfect for so-and-so. You cater to it and then it's perfect. It's a rap. Or you're working on a song, oh, it's catered so-and-so, but you don't really think about that because you're just making the music. It's, it's a situational thing. Can you talk about like how that process works? I don't even know. Like, what do you just go into a room and just like randomly pitch it to somebody? Yeah. So like, let's take, for example, I'm going to take a few people that I really like working with, for example. So We'll take someone like Ava. She's super, super talented, extremely great writer. And we'll take the 720, really, really talented producers. Love working with them, right? So what will happen is I'll show up to the 720 studio. Ava will show up to the 720 studio. Uh, we'll get in the room. We'll kind of talk about our days, talk about our personal lives, talk about what we're into creatively, maybe our favorite songs, um, and you know, kind of talk shop for a little bit. Um, Jared will always go pour himself a coffee. Shout out, Jared. Um, and then we'll... <laughs> Always has to go yeah. get his coffee. Oh, you big coffee guy. Love coffee. Love can't coffee. can't function without Love it. Coffee. Um, and then yeah, we'll kind of get to work, and then typically what happens, seven twenty will end up just like you know, and again, just using them as an example. They'll they'll start playing like a uh, maybe guitar melody or a piano melody. Ava or I will start thinking of melodies, and so you know we're thinking of melodies, and then like or or we come, we already have like 
uh, uh, ideas ready to go. Like, hey, here's an idea. What if we did this? 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 So just kind of, it's again, it's situational, it depends, but you get together, your creativity starts going and you just, and not every time, you don't always get, you know, what you thought you were going to get when you show up. So it just kind of depends. From there, the A&R will either come back with notes or like say, hey, like maybe change this, do this, do that. Um, and then the A&R will then usually send it out. Um, that's kind of like that process or you're connected and you have somebody within that camp of that person, you get the song to them or again, best case scenario, you get to show it to the, per, uh, to that person in person and you know, they either like it or they don't. You're like, never mind. I'll take that one actually. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. So it just depends, man. It just depends. So like, I think, you know, at the end of the day, again, it's just situational. You never know how what it's going to go down. Does it matter when someone else has like Nashville connections, like no disrespect to you, yeah, but like just moving to Nashville, I mean, there's got to be something where it's like, hey, I know this person because this person knows that person. But you're probably connected to people already that know those type of people. Sure. Yeah, I think, I think, yeah, I think it's just one of those things where, you know, if you're at it for a long enough time and, and, and you do get connected to the right people that it may or may not help your chances. You never know, though, because Joe Schmo, for example, off the streets could pitch a hit song and somehow gets in the hands of this person or you know what's who would be the opposite of joe schmo mojo or whatever yeah mojo he's maybe the most connected guy in the world yeah. and doesn't get it cut like you never know Drake look what jay cole just did with that youtube uh producer yeah. what right it was yeah. a youtube producer and yeah. but that's the thing that a lot of people don't understand it's you never know you can cut songs and people know and they hear them and they're yeah. like hey that might not be right for me but right. i can send it up but even regardless else. of even yeah sounds like i'm sure anybody pitching this the song right they're like all right i gotta sing it or whatever they're like i get where you're coming from i can take this one of the world too though you know what i'm saying yeah and sure. it's it also based on art you're gonna come out with so much more country music i feel like like i think yeah i think i'll dab i don't even know like it just sounds like kind of like your second job outside of like your yeah would be but like you're pitching like songwriting work to country music artists out here you're probably saying to yourself like i'm seeing the ins and outs of how this works every single day i'm seeing the writing style every single yeah. day all right we're back with v wills we're gonna loosen it up a little bit and play a couple of games we would like to say not even games but i'm pretty got, i'm pretty fucking loose over here i'm like yeah he's over here losing but we're gonna we're gonna stay stay with it and the first one is explain the lyrics. So we got some of these lyrics yeah. that you that we like, and we don't know exactly the the backstory on these. So we're gonna yeah. kind of pop these up, and Let's and you tell it. us maybe a, a little backstory on them, and then yeah. we'll see what you got. So the first one is from your your new single. You breaking on a cowboy's heart. <laughs> you got me drinking at a downtown bar. Oh yeah. What? Oh yeah. We'll let you. We'll let you cook. I, I think you, you know the question too. We've asked it all. We'll yeah. Let you cook. We'll, I mean, we'll bro, dude, cow, a cowboy's heart is hard to break. I mean, bro, it is hard to break. It's hard to break. We were talking earlier. I didn't know you were a cowboy coming into the interview. You got that country. I didn't know you. Were you are the cowboy, dude. You are yeah. a cowboy. Hey, all I gotta say, man, is that it's like, listen, to to do that. I feel like don't sleep on the bar. Don't sleep on that bar because the thing is, is it's like to break a cowboy's heart, man. That's like you mean you got to really fuck him up. You have a and cowboy so, hat. I do have a cowboy hat. You have right. a you ever rode a horse? I've rode a horse before. Ooh, a real a horse. I have rode a horse. <laughs> I don't even think we asked it, but do you have a black Silverado? 
I do not have a black Silverado. <laughs> why is this song called Black Silverado? I want a black Silverado <laughs> really fucking bad, bro. Yeah. That's why oh my god, song. yeah, bro. Manifesting. I don't own a black Silverado though. I'd and be capping if I told the you I did. Downtown bar is which bar? Yeah, where you going? Shit, so many, right. man. Losers. Going to losers. Because I am a loser. Yeah, All right, I got the second one. Uh, honestly, one of my favorite songs oh, right yeah. now by you. Gosh, I'm falling man. overboard and I can't swim. Can you save me? I mean, I mean you know what's the funny thing, man? <laughs> yeah, he had to take a deep drink for that. Yeah, I had to take a Dude, this is this. That's a hit right there. Dude. Let me ask you this. I'll ask both of you this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask a question in return to the question because it'll answer the lyric for you, okay? Obviously, you boys have been in relationships before, right? You've been in relationships that started and ended. Right? You're not with the same girl that you were from the very beginning, right? I'm just making sure here, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just making sure. Nothing school. wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Go high school, sweetheart. Yeah, right. So my question is that, like, you know the repercussions of falling for somebody and getting hurt. And the thought of having to deal with that is like maybe could hold you back from pursuing it, right? Some cases. So if you're falling overboard and let's say she's the water, you have a really hard time swimming in that water because it can lead to any outcome. Yeah. I almost would say now I'm in the place of, I don't know how much I want to expose it, but I will expose Dude, it. Dude, being it, a right? bitch. Well, all right, so we, we had a conversation today in the car and I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm to the point now that I'm like, I'm okay of if I don't get married, which I know I will. Oh uh, yeah, we had this conversation. I mean, bro, you're already thinking about yeah. marriage. You have a but, girlfriend. But that's the same thing. But it's like I'm trying to coach Little League one day, man. So I, I really want to do the whole fam bam thing, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to be a Little League like coach one day, man. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. Listen, man, I, I, I'm, I, I definitely want to do the whole nine yards with that yeah, thing. That's what I'm saying. I, Got to coach them Little League mindset. I'm coach together. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. But no, we'll coach no. together. Yeah. Definitely coach. Yeah, we got to be. Can I be a part of the team yeah. or the rival coach? The rival <laughs> yeah, coach, like yelling yeah. at the umpire. Yeah, can we all do that? And like, we gotta have a snack mom. Snack yeah, yeah, moms yeah. mandatory. Snack mom. Yeah, we'll take applications. Can, what are you bringing? Out. What are you bringing as snacks? You know, yeah, alternate weeks. Hey, yeah, your snack didn't hit this week, but you know what? You got next week. You so uh, what is that? Uh, but yeah. what does that mean though? Because I'm bringing it back to you. Yeah, it's like it's like it's 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 an insecurity statement. It's like, listen, I'm falling really hard for you, and I don't know how to deal with these emotions. I'm scared of the repercussions of them. And do you have the ability to save me? Which ultimately, to get really deep about that lyric, could potentially be something that's like, yeah, you're putting a lot of weight on that person. Yeah. Well, we got Lineage, next one. Lineage. Lineage. Let's take it. Yeah. So, uh, you talk, so this is this is we we chose this one because this is we're Nashville bound here yeah. now. Oh we yeah. Talk about it. Shout out my Belmont friends, yeah. man. But she talks to her best friend, not around here, because Belmont. When you wrote this song, you mm -hmm. were obviously in Colorado. Mm -hmm. uh, what was the whole the whole situation with the Belmont? Group? What's crazy about this song is it's actually inspired by a bunch of different stories that I put in a narrative. Into I had a friend who is in a relationship with a gal who actually is now graduated from Belmont. And he was that guy in high school that she was like, never going to, that's why I say like, you know, that guy from yeah, high yeah. school, maybe we'll, she'll get with him. Maybe she won't. Right after that. Yeah. Like, so it's like, that was an influence. And then obviously like growing up in Colorado Springs and I had lived at these apartments that were by the university for a little bit. Um, I went to the community college. I didn't go to the actual university, but 
may have told a few people I went to the it's university, funny. but like whatever. Some money yeah, right, right, right. So talk about it on the last budget. Yeah, <laughs> no, dude, it's cool. Like I used to tell people it was so funny. Actually, funny enough, the community college I went to is now I think it's now a university. Nice. It's crazy. Or not a uni or it's a four year. It's a four year. I don't know if it's like actually like a university. Your but Will's graduating. Yeah, we gotta make this. Listen, I used to tell people I'd be at these parties, I'd be like, I go to this Pikes Peak Community College, I'd be like, I go to Pikes Peak University. They'd be like, Oh, what the fuck is that? Yeah. I'd be like, there you go. Private university. There you, go. Yeah. Sure. you know what's really cool? When I performed that song out here in my live show, it was so cool to hear the fans sing it back. That was the one song. There's a couple other that they were kind of, you know, knew some of the words, but that was the one where I could hold the mic out and they would finish the lyric for me. That was really, really neat. Um, dude, the song, I think, man, just being around that scene and it was like, but there were some wild freaking times. And like we would go up to Boulder, and as those of you who know Boulder's wild, bro, right? But it's like, yo, let's put UCCS on the map. I'm not saying, listen, all I'm saying is this: I went to a few events at UCCS. It doesn't have the history like Boulder that I know of, at least as far as being that party school. So I can't speak on that. But what I will say is that, like, the fact that I experienced that same thing and then I experienced in Boulder, I'm like, yo, why, why are we not talking about UCCS being kind of lit? All right, so the fourth one is I've been fucking up my sleep schedule and I lost track of time. I broke my bezel. What kind of watch was it? It, it was more like metaphorical because it was like, listen, if you mess up your sleep schedule, that could obviously affect you mentally, right? And losing track of time when you mess up your sleep schedule, which is real, you know, like, what does your watch not work? So that was kind of the metaphor for it is it's like, if you can't keep track of time, which mentally I wasn't able to in this time period in my life, then you know what do you go to when you can't keep track of time when well, you go to a watch well even going to my watch it didn't feel like mentally i was still keeping track of time so was my bezel broken metaphorically you know what i mean that's some that's some deep stuff that goes yeah. beyond what people hear oh yeah especially i mean look even with you guys with the pod and like musicians like bro we freaking push ourselves to the goddamn limit we don't it's like why is it why is it that hey what so this is what doesn't make sense to me you can't justify doing certain things till two in the morning but this just i don't care how fucking tired what you, time you, will. Do you go to dude it's all over the place i'm messing up my sleep schedule like i mean it's like yeah funny because yeah. like i've been taking a bunch of magnesium and all my coworkers are like you're not supposed to take that in the morning you're only supposed to take that at night like i've been waking up at 7 30 in the morning popping those around eight o'clock and just feeling oh, exhausted shit. i've been day, taking bro. those in the morning too have you bro? bro have you bro whoa like this is like a moment real quick hold on can we just like hold I mean, up yes bro you yo what like in the morning i'm supposed to take that at night yes bro yeah so bro i've been you. doing it because like knew i wasn't the only one fucking doing that right like yeah bro that makes so much sense are you taking vitamins when, in the morning oh yeah what are you taking a little bit of fish oil baby i i don't know who was someone turned me on to it Someone just said, yo, start taking like magnesium. Yeah. Like, like it was, yeah. it was a homie mindset said it changes life, blah, blah, blah. Like, fuck it. Like I already do the fish oil in the morning. Like I'll just add it to the regiment, like whatever. Um, I didn't know you're supposed to take it at night. Should I take the fish oil at night? No, I think no. you take the fish oil. Yeah. But, Wait, but man, in the morning, you said day, is it morning or is it day? Man, well, just the magnesium, that's supposed to be part of your night routine. That's why you can't fall asleep. You just took a nap. Cause I've been on the magnesium, magnesium bro. Ever since 8.30 in the morning. But he took a nap at 4.30 at night. Oh, and Jesus, was like, wow. what are we talking about? I mean, about? bro, you don't take naps, bro? No. You can take a nap. Mm -hmm. I can't do naps. I can't do naps. I'm Wait, one of those guys, when I wake up, I'm up. Yeah. All right, last but not least, we got the forgive me, forgive me. Like, what is my God for? I'm going to be top four. 
This is from Oh My God, you just released it a couple months ago. Go ahead and break down this lyric for us. Well, it's like, I think, um, I mean, the song overall is like just kind of like, it's a mix between just being overwhelmed with the success that's happening, the success to come, and being not only thankful, but also like kind of intimidated by it a little bit. And so, in this particular verse, I was like, you know, like, look, I got to break off this. I got to do this. I got to break up with this person. I got to, you know, uh, cut this person off, so on and so forth. So, like, forgive me. Forgive me. Like, what is my God for? In other words, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like one of those, like, you know, you're forgiven, you know, in terms of, you know, Christianity. And so, for me, you know, I'm, I am a Christian. I do believe in God. And, and my thing is, like, you know, forgive me. Like, what is, what, what he's for, you know? Like, you got to. On the, on the second note of that, I have a question in terms of, like, but now yeah, he's yeah. now he's moving right you yeah. move to a new city how many connections or people that you've have you had to like i guess i don't know step back and mm. let people like mm. you know you cut not I, I hate this word and that's why i don't know how to say it but have you cut people off in terms of oh, like yeah. moving from colorado mm. to here and oh yeah like you cutting people i've had to got to you gotta protect your energy man I think everything happens for a reason and that, you know, if people are supposed to be there, then they'll be there. And if they're not, then that's just the way that it is, you know? That's a, that's a decision you make for yourself. Let's get into some more positive shit, dude. Explain mm. that gram as a new segment that we're trying out here. Yes, sir. We'll, put, we'll pop this up on the YouTube if you're watching yes. on YouTube. But explain that gram. We don't know who this guy is. He's rocking a Swanee sweatshirt. We're, we're pretty familiar yeah. with Swanee. Okay. Oh, um, what, what, what is this and what, what are you doing? You got Also, you have a high life. In your hand. Hey, man. Big Miller We got Miller Hey, Lights. same brand, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Miller, shout out you, man. Uh, no, I. Uh, that's my uh, That's my homie, Chesley. Um, good friend of mine, man. Um, and he he and I were, it's funny enough, my our boy Steve snapped that picture. We were getting ready to go to the pool. That's why I got the towel. That's why I got the towel, okay. yeah. So we were getting ready to go to the pool. We are going for a night, night swim. What is that in your hand? Uh, Miller High Life. No, no the, other the other hand. Oh, fucking, um, that was a camera. It was like an oh, old school Kodak camera, and uh, I had it in my hand because I was going to give it to my boy Steve, who was taking the picture at the time. And um, yeah, man, just we were like, I don't know, he was like joking about something. I forget exactly what we were talking about, but it was like a funny vibe. I'm, I love that Steve captured that. So yeah, on the way to the pool, night, night swim. All right, so this has got to be pretty big for you. Uh -huh. um, take us through this this photo right here, and maybe who the guys are next to you. Man, so. This is when I signed my co-pub deal with APG. That's Tyler uh, in the black shirt uh, with the blonde hair. Uh, that's my manager. Um, that's my A&R, Matt. Shout out, Matt. I love Matt very much. Uh, he's the homie. And then that is Mike Karen, the CEO of the company of APG. And um, yeah, that was a special day, man. That was a really special day. And shout out to all those guys, man. I got a lot of love and admiration for them. What shirt is that also? Oh, that's shout out Troubled Humans. It's a clothing brand uh, that my manager and a couple of other of his homies um, have, and it is um, it spreads like awareness on like all kinds of like different like mental health problems. And it's called Troubled Humans. So like, I I, I love that clothing brand. But yeah, that's one of their sh uh, shirts they did. It was like a limited time only. They did it uh, lyrical lemonade collab uh, for the summer smash that Cole Bennett put on yeah. for lyrical lemonade. So yeah, super fire shirt. Lyrical lemonades. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was a good time. Shout All right. We got days. we got a last one here, and this I would I wanted to yeah. talk about this, but this is so fucking cool. Yeah. Because you have so many people just holding up their phones, 
Your swag is so sick and it looks like you're playing acoustic guitar. Where is this at? Take us through this moment. This was at the end in Nashville. That's what I thought it was. Uh-huh. It is sick. Super fun vibe. Uh, again, I have to throw another shout out out there, man. Mun brought me on um, in Delaney. They, uh, Mun's a local artist. Delaney's a local artist. They're really, really talented. Um, last minute, they're like, hey, do you want to come perform at this show with us? And yeah, let's do it. And uh, they kind of threw me in and we did it. And yeah, that was really cool. It was, a, it was a big learning experience, I think, for me too, because there's a lot I learned within that performance. But that was cool, man. This was after freshman year. I performed freshman year, and then I performed an unreleased I was acoustic say, what song. What song is that that you're performing? It was an unreleased acoustic song called "I Won't." It's crazy when you perform. I mean, I don't know if this is for everybody, but for me, you kind of like kind of just get into the zone, man, no, and black out, don't you? Kind of, because you're just so like, I don't know. I can't even put it into words. I think the thing is, is like, man. Just even look at that picture, man. You guys like get <laughs> trip down memory it's lane, cool. man. It's cool, man. I don't yeah. take enough time to. Again, we talked about this at the beginning of the segment. You know, taking enough time to you know, appreciate. Yeah. It, you know, okay. So you know what's crazy about? I learned a big lesson. I was throwing back fireball, James, whatever B- Miller lights. You know, before I got on stage, and you're running off adrenaline the whole time, right? So like, you don't feel like you're that fucked up. Because the adrenaline's kicking in. So you feel, you feel sober, right? Bro, when I got off the stage, I was like, oh, fucked up. I'm like, yo, how am I this drunk? Like, yo, somebody put something in my shot. Like, I'm like, yo, what the hell? Well, Vic, I mean, dude, appreciate you coming on, bro. Yeah, Being dude. Being our first in-person guest. I mean, we've, we've done it for a while now, and you've always been a homie for us. And we, you know, we, we're fans of you. Oh, like you have great music, Black Silver Thank you. slapping, dude. Like Thank the you. numbers that you're hitting right now. I guess we got to drop the question now. Then the question mm-hmm. is, man to man, what is the key to success? <laughs> That's a loaded one. Yeah, um, man. I think for me, you you have to whatever it is that you want to pursue. You have to see it with this tunnel vision and you have to be willing to do what it takes to get to that point. And it's going to break your heart potentially and make you have to make really tough decisions. There's a lot of sacrifice involved, I guess, in terms of if you're wanting to pursue music, there's a lot of things that you're going to have to do. You know, I think the best advice to answer that too is that uh, my grandfather, he left me with a really good piece of advice before he passed. He said, Sometimes you do things you don't want to do for the ones you love. But I'll flip that and say, sometimes you're going to have to do things you don't want to do for the thing you love. And I'm not saying you need to compromise your morals or your values or anything like that. I'm not saying you got to go to that, that length. But not everything is butterflies and rainbows to get to that spot. And I think, too, you have to find what is the definition of success to you. Is the definition of success to you like, hey, I'm making a living doing this. I can buy a home. I can support a family, but I can't do Mexico every month. Or is it I want to do Mexico every month? You know, like you have to find that definition. And then once you find that definition, like you just have to go. And I think for me, what's gotten me here and what I feel like is going to continue to get me to go further is that I see it. I cannot let things that aren't going to correlate with getting there get in the way of that. And you have to be extremely stern on that. Trust your heart and believe in yourself and pray about it. Yeah. Manifest it. 
I appreciate you coming on, and it's been a, a heck of an episode for especially. Thank you very much. Thank answer. you very much. Thank our, you. Thank you. Us being our first in person yes, interview. Sir. So, as I I would like to do it, as we like to end those yep. here, I'm gonna give a namaste to you guys. Be well, yes, sir. Be well. Thank you. Thank you. Be well, Black Silverado. Go check it out. Go stream it. Go stream it. Go fucking stream that shit. Appreciate y'all coming on, man. How many miles is it gonna take to get away from you? You're breaking on the cowboy's heart You got me drinking at a damn tan bar I'm overthinking getting too damn drunk And that's what I get for falling too in love Remember that back road, baby Remember them stars in the sky Remember that tailgate we were sitting on when you